Well, we're, uh, we're super proud of our, our, our young folks. Uh, we have sent four different groups to camp uh, in the la- over the summer, and uh, we're going to get to hear from some of our high schoolers. Uh, it's also that time of year where some of our college students go back to college, so kind of sad on that. Um, we have, well, Emmy and Morgan, you're headed back. This is your last week, so we'll miss you guys. So we'll see you maybe at Christmas time, right? Be back? Good. And then uh, my daughter, Sierra, is heading off to college. This is my, her last Sunday. And a couple others next week, Caitlin and Victoria, uh, Victoria next week, right? I have that right. And so uh, we'll have to say goodbye to them. Um, that'll be sad. I wanted to say thank you to you as a congregation. Um, what you may or may not remember is your financial gifts help it made it happen. Every kid you see in those pictures, every one of them, their deposit was paid for because of what you gave. So $100 or $50, depending on the camp they went to, that was covered because of your gift. And we were able, even able to help couples a, a little further than that uh, with what you gave. So I just want to thank you so much for that. So know you're a part of these testimonies when they come up to share. So let's kick it off. Lucas, you ready? Come on up. Test? Okay, cool. <clears throat> Did you know that if Earth's magnetic field was just a few newtons less intense, then the sun's radiation would uh, kill us? I know, strong start. <laughs> Did you also know that if our solar system was any closer to the center of the Milky Way, uh, a black hole would swallow us instantly? As a Christian who cares a lot about what's true and possible in the universe, uh, what most people would just call a nerd, uh, it's facts like these that absolutely blow my mind. Uh, Unfortunately, society wants us to believe that these infinite one in a trillion possibilities are just coincidence. I didn't truly believe in God until I was given this lesson a few years back by uh, Cecil uh, in one of our earlier youth group meetings. Um, And it had been so long that I began losing sight of why I even believed in him in the first place. Fast forward to about one or two months ago, and in full transparency, I didn't really want to go to camp. Sorry, Mom. Frankly, I was just doing it because my parents signed me up. Uh, The days go by, and my I-don't-want-to-be-here mentality uh, starts fading away. I started actively participating more and more, even though I was pretty bad at all the games. Go yellow team. Uh, This eventually uh, came crashing down after a specific incident. I won't share what happened or who was responsible or who was involved, All I will say is that I was prepared to hold a grudge grudge against someone for the foreseeable future. The morning after, I felt ridiculously sluggish and frustrated until the lessons started. The lessons that just so happened to be about forgiveness. For a moment, I was amazed at the coincidence, and then that coincidence settled on my mind. I had a specific lesson pop back into my mind from a few years ago. I then spent the rest of the day just thinking. My mind was distracted by this realization and even interrupted my competence in team games and torpedo ball. But that very night at 10.46 p.m., after my nearly 16 years of being raised in a church, I finally understood the power of God 
and that his influence is shown in every single decision ever. Except for the bad ones. Good morning. Uh, I'm going to be sharing a little bit of my testimony from camp and things that stuck with me. Before camp, I would consider myself a Christian but not be very involved. I also saw the church as just a, con just a congregation, but camp made me realize it's so much more than that. Camp was a very impactful place for me, and I'd like to share why. First, I never felt so accepted at a place. Everyone is so friendly, and it is overall a great experience. My favorite part of camp would have to be the nighttime rallies. The worship was unmatched, and you could really feel the Holy Spirit moving. There were tons of emotions, and everyone was so warming and comforting. And this is when I started to realize that the church is more than a congregation, but a family. I've never been the type to raise my hands during worship or do anything along those lines, but at camp, my hands raised themselves before I could willingly raise them. I felt the Holy Spirit moving in the room, and it was one of the most awesome feelings of my life. One sermon that stuck out to me was the sermon we had on Samuel and how he needed help from Eli to hear the voice of God. Some of you might know, but it goes, Samuel's mother, who gave him back to the church to thank God for her son, had grown up in the temple under Eli. And one night Samuel heard his name, so he went to ask Eli, and Eli said it wasn't him. Samuel went to Eli with the same story a couple more times, and eventually Eli told him to listen and that it was most likely the voice of God. This story stuck out to me because it shows that we can't be in our faith alone. And Samuel, even though he had grown up in the church and lived in the temple for years since he was a child, still needed help from somebody to simply hear God's voice. So imagine the help we need in our walk with Christ. This stuck out to me because my dad used to be a pastor, so I always assumed I was just supposed to know and not have to ask questions but this story helped me realize that we can't do it alone. Another thing that stuck out to me was three ways to position our lives to encounter Jesus. The three ways are people, places, and things. And if you ask yourself three questions, are your relationships hungry for Jesus? Does the Holy Spirit exist in the room you are in? And does what you're doing point to Jesus? With these questions, you can position your life to encounter Jesus. I struggled with this before camp. And I would surround myself with wrong people in wrong places, but now I strive to be around others who will walk with, my, walk with me in my faith in Jesus. All of these things and many other small things from camp have impacted my life. Lastly, one thing the speaker said at camp that stuck with me is that there is no junior Holy Spirit. The same God I pray to is the same God Moses prayed to. The same God I praise is the same God Noah praised. And that's just super impactful to me because reading the Bible Growing up, you hear all these stories and about how God is so powerful and his power, and I would only read or hear those things. I've never seen God like the Bible speaks of him, so sometimes I can feel like my God is a different God, but he is really the same God I read and hear about. He listens to me just as much as he, he would have listened to anybody else. Camp is a life-changing experience, but I learned you also have to make it life-changing. You have to be involved and not be ashamed to worship or praise. Be confident in your walk with God. 
Overall, I have new relationships and new friendships with my closest friends, and I use these principles to walk in my faith with Christ and to encounter him. I consider myself a stronger Christian after camp, and it was really an eye-opening experience in multiple ways, and I feel closer with my church family and God himself. Hi, guys. My name name is Ali. Um, I'm just going to share my camp testimony. So I've been to camp since kids' camp, which I was really young. Um, <laughs> yeah, Stephanie. Woo. Okay, um, I also grew up in this church for many, many years. But um, when it came to writing this, it, I found it really hard to put into words how impactful like camp is and how much I learned during camp. But I'm just going to share some of the points that stuck out to me. Um, to start off, I just want to say that, like, being at church, I would always hear people talking about, like, the Holy Spirit and how it's in the room and how you can just feel, like, that presence. And honestly, I never really related to that feeling or I never really understood. But on Wednesday and Thursday night at camp, during worship and during the message, I truly understood what everyone was feeling and experiencing. Um, it was really strong and it was really a real feeling and I was very emotional I was crying of course um I'm just going to explain when what happened Wednesday night so the speaker started off about talking about um following God only if versus even if um I'm going to explain that um so following God only if is following God only if he'll do this for you or only if you'll get that in return but following God even if is I'm going to follow God even if bad things happen or things go the way I don't, like, plan. And that was just kind of challenging to me. Like, to, like when, you, when I heard that, I was like, wow, like, it really impacted me. Um, the camp speaker asked a question, and it was, are you willing to follow God or follow Jesus even if blank? And that just, like, stuck with me. I was like, wow, because, yes, I, like, recently got baptized before I went to camp, so I was like, feeling really strong in my faith, but once I heard that question, I started doubting that. I was like, am I doing it for the right reasons? But after thinking about it during that time in the message, I said yes, and I felt like it was a new commitment for me. And when I say yes, I was saying yes to whatever God had planned for me. And the speaker asked for whoever said yes or like if you were like thinking about it, to just like raise your hand and people would pray over you. And during the prayer, it was just so like impactful to me because I could just feel the Holy Spirit was in the room. And I just thought it was really good how um, we could pray over others and others would pray over us, like especially like the youth. Like it was just really nice. Um, Okay, and then... um, during that, like, prayer time, I really felt the Holy Spirit talking to me and saying, like, just wait and, like, be patient and that there's a plan for me and that I don't need to fear because recently I've been fearing, like, my future and what I have planned for myself, but I need to just trust in the Lord that he will provide whatever it is. Um, and then Thursday night, that was also really emotional for me. Um, we did the anointing. Um, I got Reese to anoint me, which was good. I was, like, last in line, so it took a while. Just crying the whole time, but it's okay. Um, 
But I was just standing there, and he was praying, and I was like, like, I really don't, I haven't really opened up to Reese. I haven't really told him much at all. That's okay. Um, but he was just, like, speaking, and I could tell it was the Holy Spirit because he was talking about fear, and I really have just, like, kind of kept that in, like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life, but just Reese was saying, like, oh, like, don't fear, like, da-da-da, yeah. Um, okay, sorry. Um, um, I also want to just say, again, I enjoyed how the speaker gave us the opportunity to pray over our friends and pray over other people that we're not friends with, and I think it just draws us closer and to, like, our youth group and to God as well. Um, thank you. Hi, my name is Matilda. If you don't know me, or my camp name's Tilly, so... Um, <laughs> Some of you know me. I don't usually do this. So um, I have been in church camp since before COVID had happened. To be honest, I was ready to go to camp for, for a week away from my family, friends, my dog, and the comfort of my own bed. But I feel more grateful to my family for sending me. The first night and morning were the hardest because of how late they made us go to bed and waking up early the next day. It wasn't until the Wednesday, that Wednesday night I had felt a special connection with God. The guest preacher had asked for the people who accepted God into their heart to sit down and to pray over them. I was one of the people to sit down. As we were all praying, it was my first time really praying with all my heart. And out of nowhere, I had felt this great weight lift off my heart and became light. I'm known to not be emotional, but in that moment, that's the most emotion I've ever felt. Uh, luckily, Pastor Tom uh, was there and had someone to talk to, to talk to and to feel even more relieved saying what happened out loud. After that moment, I have felt happier and lighter for the rest of camp. I wanted to go to camp again next year to feel those same new experiences and feelings. Hi guys. Um, most of you know me. I'm Pastor Tom's daughter, so you probably expected me to be up here. Um, I'm just kidding. Not really. Um, but I'm actually really surprised that I'm up here because I didn't think I had a testimony because obviously Pastor's daughter grew up in the, pa the pastor's church, in the church, and <laughs> I went to a Christian school. So I honestly thought that was my testimony, you know, it was given to me, but um, it's not. Um, and i probably the most surprised person that I'm up here today sharing my camp testimony. Um, I've been to camp since kids camp, so yeah, I was with her for a long time. It was a little scary, but it was fun. And, uh, but this year is definitely the most impactful year of camp I've had. Um, because the past few years, I've really struggled with my faith and growing it, which is strange because I said I've been surrounded by people with such strong faith that I thought that I'll just take some of theirs and it'll be fine. But that didn't happen. And I got tired of trying to grow my faith and trying to get any faith because I felt like I was reaching out and there was nothing there. 
So honestly, I gave up, and I remember telling my friends the beginning of senior year that um, my faith will come back eventually, and it'll just be there, and I don't really need to go searching for it because it'll be there. Um, and that didn't happen, really. I, it didn't just show up. I had to go looking for it. Um, but to be honest, the past few years, I felt no connection to God whatsoever, so it's been weird. But I'd say the senior year, with Pastor Reese as youth pastor, I started to feel a connection, and I can't really explain why, but I remember the speaker at camp said, was telling us about how um, Eli had to help Samuel recognize the voice of the Lord, and first Samuel, and I feel like Pastor Reese was like my Eli. He helped me recognize the voice of the Lord, and I don't really know how. I think it's because at youth, every Wednesday, he would show me attributes of Christ, and he would just be there for me, listening, showing up at my soccer games, showing me support, just showing me things. And just throughout the year, I could feel that, I could feel the desire coming back, but it was small. It wasn't, like, strong. But it had me going into camp this year with, I want to learn. Like, I want to have a growth in my faith. Um, and so I remember, <laughs> I remember driving up, to camp and getting to the cabin and seeing this one girl that I could not stand was in my cabin. Oh my goodness, we fought every year. But the, the spirit moved and now we're best friends and she's here today. So, <laughs> so that was definitely something that started. And the first night, um, the speaker was talking about how Jesus doesn't just want good behavior from us, but he wants a radical transformation. And I realized the first night, that's what I wanted at camp. I wanted a radical transformation. I wanted my walls broken down. I wanted to feel the spirit, not just on a Sunday morning and a worship song, but every day in my life. Um, and that to myself was a huge step, just admitting that, because I never wanted to admit that to myself, and I never wanted to open up. But just saying that was big for me. Um, another thing that was impactful was that the speaker said, weak love is still genuine love. Love is real when it begins. And all the love I had for God at that point was weak. It was not strong at all. It was not growing. But throughout camp, it grew, and I could feel it. And that weak love, that weak love but genuine love, grew to be a stronger love. Um, and it made me want to walk towards his love, not just run away. And I remember we had a moment of silence or a prayer or something during the worship. And all, it, all I could hear in my head was the words, follow me, over and over again. And I just knew that it was the voice of the Lord. It wasn't just me trying to trick myself into thinking something was happening. But it was actually God speaking, and I was listening to it, and I wanted to do that. But I would say, in all, the most impactful thing of camp was Thursday night. The guy was like, we're going to anoint some people. So the leaders came out, they got anointed, and then they anointed us. So obviously I waited for Pastor Reese, because ain't no stranger anointing me. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, so they started playing Goodness of God, so I was already crying. And we get, I got up to Reese, and he just, I'll just never forget what he said, because it's not the words he used, or I can't remember the exact words, but it's just, 
everything he said was just, I could just tell it was directly from the Holy Spirit because he was just speaking things. I hadn't told anyone stuff I was worried about, with stuff with my friends, with college, just anything that was going on. And he was just speaking it fully, things I had never told him, never told anyone. And you could just tell it was fully the Holy Spirit just speaking through him and going straight to me. And it was just so impactful. And I just could tell that, like, God was there for me. Like, God was actually there, like, in my life, like, actually wanting to help me. Not just something, like, I thought was there, but he is there. And that just, I could just feel, like, in that moment that I was like, I want God to help me walk through this. Like, he knows it's happening. I want him to help me walk through it. And I don't know if I left camp with a radical transformation like I wanted, but I definitely left changed. And I definitely left with a stronger faith and a stronger love for him, and it pushed me to do things like actually read my Bible for fun, um, listen to Christian music on my own, you know, and I, I really enjoy it now, which is weird, because I never thought I would, and I just, it made me closer with my youth group, it made me, it's made me happier the past few months, or not months, but past few weeks, um, but I definitely encourage everyone, if you're scared of going to camp at all, I mean, I guess not the adults, but the kids. Um, definitely go to camp because something's going to happen, even if it's small. Your weak love and genuine love will t- turn stronger, I promise. Hey, everybody. Uh, you guys don't know, I'm Brayden. Uh, I actually before prepared like a 40-minute sermon, so if you want to get your Bibles out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, so you guys don't know, parents are Anson and Deborah. Uh, we've been going here for about 10 years now, and I've been raised in the church my whole life, but I didn't really start growing my faith or trying to grow my faith until around my junior year of high school when me and my dad started doing a Bible study with a group of friends. Yeah, so, you know, I got more into it, and then fast forward about a year later, I felt called to be baptized and finally proclaim my faith. And that day was one of the best days of my life. It really changed, like, my faith, and I just felt stronger about it. So now we're going into camp, and this is my first church camp I've ever been to. After being baptized, I was so excited. I was like, I was ready to go. I'm so hyped for it. And we get there, and it was super fun. It was very tiring. I was very tired. And I lost my voice. Yeah, yeah. But I lost my voice, like, the first night. So it didn't really come back till the end, but that's, that's not really the point. The, the point is that church camp that week, it really helped me grow my faith with the Lord, and it really just it moved me and motivated me to seek him more. So I really enjoyed the speaker, and he said a lot of like, points that really helped me with my faith and helped me grow mine. So I'm going to go over some of those. Um, on one of the nights, he was talking about obedience, and he was like, you need love in order to be obedient to God. You must love God to be obedient. And then he goes into, if you don't feel like you have that love or it's weak, to where he goes into the weak love is still genuine love. This helped me because it made me realize that no matter what I'm going through, no matter how down I am, no matter how much I'm like, not putting my faith in God, if I just give whatever I have to him, he will push me through and he'll help me get through whatever situation I'm in. And then another night, he talks about, having a desire for the Lord, so like having a desire to read your Bible or pray more or go do these things. And he says, hunger produces hunger. So the more you read your Bible, the more you pray, 
the more you're going to want to do it. And I thought to myself, what if you don't have that hunger? And he answered that question. He goes, oh, if you don't have that hunger, pray for it. If you pray for that hunger for the Lord, the Lord will provide for you. And that really helped me because I still be on and off reading my Bible. Maybe some night I skip it or I just don't feel like reading it. But if I just pray about it and I pray for a hunger for the Lord, I get it almost instantly. And I just want to learn more. Then another night was on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and how no matter how hard King Nebuchadnezzar tried to get them to praise him and not the Lord, they didn't budge at all. Even though they got thrown in the fire, whipped, and all that. And that opened my eyes because the speaker said, we must, we must follow the Lord like they did. Because they followed the Lord even if, not only if. I realized I followed only if. I was like, dang, I promise, like, I'll really follow you tomorrow like, if you just answer this one prayer for me. Like, I, I promise, like, tomorrow I'll be the most faithful person if you just, like, get me out of that one situation. But now I follow him even if. Even if he brings me through a storm, even if he brings me to new faces, uncomfortable places, I know that with him, with him by my side, I'll do just fine. And on this same night, he wraps up his sermon, and he goes, all right, we're going to pray for some, for some people. If you feel a call to ministry, I want you to sit so we can pray for you. And in that moment, I felt my call to ministry. So I sat down, and they prayed for me, and it was a great, great experience. But it was really mind-blowing to me because earlier that day, I was talking to Pastor Reese, and I was like, I think I have a slight call for ministry, but I'm just not sure if it's the way. And he goes, okay, let's pray for it. We'll sit on it. We'll ask for a sign. Safe to say, I think that was my sign. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. And then the very last night, the Holy Spirit filled the room. Before the sermon, we're worshiping. Everybody's worshiping. They're praising his name. Sermon was great. We go over Ephesians and the armor of God. Very meaningful, very great. And at the end, like Sierra mentioned, we had the opportunity to get anointed by our leaders. And obviously, I rated for Reese too. Why would I, you know? <laughs> of course. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting in line, and I'm like, I get emotional. I'm like, whoa, this is new. I don't normally get emotional for stuff like this. I'm like, why am I feeling this way? But then, like, the closer I got to Reese, like, it's just overwhelming me. Now I'm just, I'm like, I'm about to start crying. And then I get up to Reese, and he looks at me, and he goes, this is going to take a minute. And I, I lay my head down, and I just let it all out. I was bawling. It was, it was awesome, feeling the Holy Spirit, feeling him come for me in that moment. And best of all, hearing the Holy Spirit speak through Reese. Anything, like they've been saying, like, we might have not even told Reese about this, so he doesn't even know we're going through these struggles. And he was praying for us like he already knew. And it was just awesome to hear that reassurance to know that we were going to be okay. And after he gets done anointing me, I look around. I'm still crying. But I look, and everybody's crying. Everyone's feeling the Holy Spirit just like I am. And I thought that was great. And I, I keep looking, and it's even better because everybody was comforting each other. Everybody was there, like, hugging, praying for each other, crying in each other's arms. And I just thought it was just a great sight to see how well the Holy Spirit could bring all the students together to just be there for each other in that moment. So then we go to another time of worship. And again, it was one of the best worship nights I've ever had. Every student in that building was praising the Lord and truly giving their all to the Lord. And it was just so awesome to see how he worked through camp and how he just moved a bunch of students. So after that, I go home. Immediately, I'm telling my parents. I was like, guys, this happened. Look at this, this. Probably spent like an hour, an hour and a half talking to him. 
And I was just telling him how it changed my life because I've never felt this way before. So it really did change my life. And then one last thing that stuck out to me, uh, Ben briefly mentioned it, but it's that there's no junior Holy Spirit. But I really like the way the speaker said it because he has kids and he goes, I bring my kids to these events with me and they pray, they put hands on people. And normally people go, oh, that's pretty cute. And he goes, no. He goes, that's not cute. That's the Holy Spirit working through my kids. And that same God that's working through them can work through you. That same God that worked through David, Mary and Moses will work through you. So I just want you all to remember that no matter how bad the situation seems, no matter how bad it gets, just know that that same God will walk with you every step of the way and guide you to a joyful life. Thank you. Man, awesome. I really appreciate that. So, we proud of them? Yeah. Yeah.